been sitting here for a couple of minutes trying to figure out how to word this, and I can't really quite get my head around it. Um, today we're going to talk about the C word on the show, okay? And I'm not proud of it. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. But, um, you know, to get the full scope of a moment in Kramer history, you really got to see the full spectrum. So uh, enjoy. <laughs> Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Uh, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. You really, you don't know what you're going to get with this show. You never do when you tune in. And that's what I like. I like to kind of keep you on your toes. It's a feel-good podcast. It's always going to make you feel good and grow in some sense. And sometimes you just got to laugh. And that's what this podcast is about, too. It's about live, laugh, and love your mom. It's the three principles that we live off of. And we're going to do all three of those today. And we'll start by loving my mom first. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Let's go ahead and hop right into the mystery that we've got on our hands this week. Uh, in case you're new to the podcast, on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday night, uh, all of a sudden I got a receipt from Tilly's for uh, uh, from my name and for my email address and my phone number off by one digit and to a completely different address that was going to a place in Cochrane, Georgia. Now, I don't know anything about Cochrane, Georgia. Mm. Uh, but apparently well, my dad has done some research, right? Someone does. <laughs> leave, it mm-hmm. to, leave it to my dad. who will be on a couple seconds to talk about Cochrane, Georgia. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, all going to learn a little bit more today. <laughs> uh, but I told you yesterday that I don't um, – I was able to get the charges – read moved and SDCCU was really fast. That's my credit union that was really fast on, you know, notifying fraud. And then, uh, they got a, a pl- replacement card super fast. And so that part's taken care of. And there was, so there wasn't any transaction that actually happened, but oh. I feel like as a vigilante over here that I got to <laughs> like stop this because, mm-hmm. because like somebody like you, you may not have noticed that, you know, that's like, right. That, you may have just been thinking it was some email chain you signed up for. And, oh, well, I probably ordered something off of Amazon. Uh-huh, exactly. That so happens to me. I debate. I know. That's what scares me. <laughs> uh, so I decided to take action into my own hands. And I'm doing two different things right now. I am um, asking for anybody that lives in Cochrane, Georgia, which is South Georgia, about two hours from Savannah and about looks like maybe an hour, a little over an hour from Macon, south of Macon. Um if you will contact me, because I can give you the address and just you just drive by and see if it looks shady. Because I see the house like on, on that. Uh, so two things that I want to do. Number one, one of our listeners today sent me a link to where you're able to find the people's information that live there and all the all that has to do with them. And so I I'm gonna do some research on who actually lives in that house. And I'll, by hopefully by tomorrow, today was kind of a crazy day, but by tomorrow, I should have some updated information. But I told you yesterday that I'm thinking about uh, just mailing a letter to that address because they may not even know. I had uh, my one of my my buddies Donald over in Phoenix messaged me this morning, so the same thing happened to him. And after they did some investigation, they realized that basically what happens is they use these addresses where people don't know they're coming to. They have like no idea. And they basically grab the shipments when they get there. And then they are maybe like the people are at home, I'm assuming, you know, during the day, like they know the schedules of of where people are. So they're like, um, they just grab the shipments and then they ship them overseas Just really fast, like a really quick return. So then it's just like, and for me, listen, it was only two backpacks. It was it. The total was $117, which is, I mean, still way more than I have to spend on anything right now. But uh, (laughs) it's just the principle, like stuff like that just irritates me to my soul. Mm -hmm. I remember, remember that, that I still don't think I'm over that one time that somebody broke into my Jeep in the driveway of our house and stole my car stereo. Like, I think I'm still mad about that. Yes, it's an invasion of it's an invasion of privacy. Right, it's exactly. It's terrible. So, I've, ne- I've never had anything broken into, but I know people that do say they just feel like they like, like there's just been an invasion. It's your space. It's you terrible. Know? It is your space. space. My, and my credit card. And, my yeah. stuff. I don't know how yeah. you got it. And that's terrifying to me too. So, um, so I wrote this letter last night. 
and I'm going to print it here in a couple of seconds, but I want to run it by you first. Uh, and then I'm just going to literally going to ship it to that same address and no return address on it though. Cause I don't want them like coming after me. So I'm, I'm really <laughs> bold until people confront me that I'm like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wait till you hear about Cochrane, Georgia. You may be oh even boy. more afraid. <laughs> so here's, here's the letter that I have written. It says to whom it may concern on Sunday, August 26th, I received an order confirmation from Tilly's that was purchased on my credit card and sent to this address. While the backpacks were cute, they weren't really my style. I don't think that my adult friends would uh, think that I looked rad in my van's backpack. Um, I don't know if you are behind some type of online scam or if you're a victim just like me, but I would want, I would hope you would want to be aware that I have reported the situation to the authorities in hopes of having it settled soon. Please contact me at your earliest convenience if you would like to explain further, and I made this email address called no more Mr. Nice Guy 512 <laughs> at gmail.com. And then I put blessings because I feel like I wanted to end on a positive note because no more Mr. Nice Guy sounds intimidating. But then he's, you know, he's still nice at the end of the day. He still has like a sense of, mm-hmm. of humanity to him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I don't see any harm. I mean, number one, I didn't actually report this to the authorities, so it just well, sounds just your bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the authority of the that's situation. That's authority, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was so curious that this person would get this letter and be like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea, and then we could like collaborate and then solve a mystery over here. Or do I just, I, I just, there's something in this situation though that I just can't let it go. I can't right. just be like, well, it's fine. Like, like I'm just not, I'm not that kind of person, no. you know? So, no, someone's thought- taken something from you. Yeah. They robbed you. Yeah. Right. Same thing. They did. So, what do you think about that message? You think it's, I think it's great. And I'm glad that you're communicating via email because they can't harm you that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not going to put any kind of, you know, I may, I may even drive to like Long Beach and drop this in the mailbox so they don't even, you know, think. Uh, yeah. Well, they have your address. Uh, no, they don't. Well, they might. They just, they don't have, they didn't ship it to my address. That's for sure. So. Oh, they didn't have your address to do your credit card charge? I'm, they, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that it went to, you would think they would have to at some point. Like, who is this person? Like, do I know them? So, uh, I'm going to drop this in the mail tomorrow. And then, um, it's funny cause I signed up because when you sign up for a Gmail account, you have to, um, give a name, you know? And so I just signed up. My name was no more like M O O R E. <laughs> that was my, no more Mr. Nice guy. <laughs> you could have been. No, K N O W more M O R E. I want just, to know more. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, uh, that's good. That's good. Well, my dad's been on the case too, so let's go ahead and bring dad in. So, dad okay. is, uh, I'm sure he got some interesting news about um, Cochrane, Georgia for us. Cochrane, Georgia. He's on it. He's on the case. Uh, I, I knew he would be. <laughs> He'll probably drive down there if I ask him. He may. He may, even if you don't ask him. All right. <laughs> That's true. I'm not giving him the address. <laughs> Hang on. All right. Okay. So in case you're new, my dad's kind of a mess. So just prepare yourself for that. <laughs> and he plays his own theme song, so. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it's late for you too. Woo! I didn't know you'd have the same zest this late at night over there. Wait a minute, man. It's like putting like putting spaghetti in your ears. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> Not find the, the pause button. <laughs> I like that song. I know you do. All right. Sure that plays us every time. Here. I gotta find it. All right. What's All happening? Right. You tell me. I didn't know you'd be so chipper this late at night. We're recording this about two hours later than we usually do. So I didn't know if you'd be as. Uh, but it sounds like you're just rip roaring, ready to go. Man, I had a home run today, and I got all kind of stuff to feed, uh, give you today. Well, tell me about Cochrane, Georgia. What do you know? Because yeah, now yeah. you know. I know you'd be on the case for this whole situation. Yeah. Oh, Cochrane. Oh, Cochrane, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Cochrane, Georgia. So, uh, I'm surprised. So yeah, 
I know a lot about Cochrane. Okay. You didn't know what, how many what, people it had. It's 5,000 people, so it's not a big town. Right. And uh, damn it, I should have had this pulled up. I'm sorry. Oh, did you take notes? Uh, no, I'm looking back now. Where's the damn thing that says notable people? <laughs> I, uh, I'll pull it up real quick and look for notable people in Cochrane, Georgia. Notable people. Here it is. I got it. I got it. Oh, you ready for okay. this? <laughs> yeah. Remember this? Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Ronald Gray, convicted. Um, He's a convicted, uh, it says spree killer, but, you know, he's a serial killer. That's number one. That might be the guy. He might be the guy. (laughs) How about this guy here? You know, so one of the guys, (laughs) Corey uh, Brantley was the regional champion in 2016 for Nathan's hot dog eating. (laughs) This town's got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first one got my eye. You know, I said, man, I want to pitch. Wonder if uh, he went home, got home somehow. Great, yeah, and and now is over here trying to pull some kind of online scams because well, it's a he had to have money. He didn't have any way, Steve. Y'all feel sorry for him. He ain't got no money, so right, right. So maybe I should feel bad and just let him steal my credit card. I, I wouldn't send anybody by his house, though. That you might be liable for anything ahead. Well, what is what is the name again? I, I so you didn't hear the part earlier, but I I somebody sent me a website where you can actually like find who lives at certain houses and stuff, <laughs> and so I can at least what was that last name just in case? Uh, gray. Uh, okay, so Ronald. if it's a gray, we stay away. If it's gray, right? That's going to be the the yeah. Don't go to Gray's <laughs> house. Knock on the door, especially if you're a female. You're gonna get yeah yeah yeah. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't say. It just says he's a serial killer. I don't guess he really cares. He just killed anybody. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> okay. Well, what else? Anything else you learned about Cochrane, Georgia? No, that's about it. Okay. All right. Well, mom said you tried to get me a new podcast listener today at Verizon. <laughs> yeah, I got him. I think I think I got him. Uh, yeah, just you know, he was we working on my system, and he talked me into a twenty dollar uh, guarantee on all my electronic equipment i know he said tvs uh you name it anything but the cell phone of course in my house uh warranty on anything doesn't they don't have to know how old it is uh so uh (laughs) so he he told me that and i said well i'll tell you what i'm gonna sell you i said you need to get on this podcast and you need to uh (laughs) And and you need to pay that guy five dollars. He's he's worth it. So anyway, what was his name? Do you know his name? You know his joined? name, but uh, <laughs> no, I do. Wait a minute. His, his yeah, did first name? Yeah, Julian. Julian. Yeah, after the street I live on. How could I forget it? Uh, Is it Julian? I got because I got I got a new person named Jordan today, but not a Julian. <laughs> he uh, sure Julian. It, well, it just happened. So, and then yeah. he wouldn't tell me his last name. Can you tell him he could be the ambassador. Oh yeah, and and I told him he could be the ambassador for Tennessee, so he liked that a lot. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm well, just working. I, I'm glad to see. So wait, so you called trying to get some type of warranty on your equipment, and ended up trying to get a new listener out of out of us for the Actually, podcast. I, right? I, my uh, my uh, extender wasn't working. He helped me, and then he 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 upsold me on that. <laughs> So but I hit a bigger home run, Steve, and I hit a big home run today, buddy. I want you to hear right, this. Well, let's hear this right, story. All right, VA, baby. Uh, okay. Squeaky wheel. So well, I have explain a, what the VA is for those that have no idea what VA is. Yeah, it's a Veterans Administration. You know, I'm a veteran, and I've got prostate cancer, and I'm trying to get all these things done. I've got to have – I had a bone scan. I need a CT scan. And it's 50 miles away. And it's the worst traffic. It's about almost as bad as LA's traffic. I swear. It, yeah, it's one of the yeah. worst cities. And so it's about an hour and a half to two hours on on a good day. And so I don't like to go down there. So I call them. They say, uh, well, "Mr. Yancey, we can get you in October the 29th. <laughs> October the 29th? I said, "I, I might not be. I ain't be here on this earth." Well, and yeah, because today when it's released is now would be you know July 29th. So yes, we're talking about what three months almost. Yeah. yeah so yeah. and and then he said in the same breath, uh, he said community uh, and the community care option is just as worse or worse. He said it'll take you 14 days for approval and 60 days. And I said okay, put me down. I got home. I said no, 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 no. <laughs> I can get it quicker through community care. And I started doing research called Northside Hospital. She said, when do you want to come? I said, I'm available. She said, how about tomorrow? <laughs> wow. Geez. How about tomorrow? I said, nah, a little close. How about then uh, <laughs> Thursday? 
I said, yeah, I'll take Thursday. I'm going to call Tony. I can't wait to call Tony. He's well, you, need to, you need to get Tony to join certified fans too. I Everybody might do that. To. You need to, and then we can, you know, give him a, give him a shot. I expect you alone with the amount of persistency you have to be able to get me at least five certified fans every single week. Yes. I no should problem. start doing it. Yeah. I talked no to three problem. people today and I should have had three. Yeah. I'm sorry. Especially when they want something from you, you know, you're like, Hey, listen, a small $5 investment. This can be, you know, we can really, we can really get some business done over here for, yeah, quite a nominal fee. <laughs> so. I think Julian's gonna call you, and and I ask him to yeah call you too, and so that'll be fun too. He'll he'll call you and tell you who he is, and that, we'll see. I don't. I, I was hoping Mom didn't tell you. I wanted just wanted you to get that call. That's, that'd be cool. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. Hey, I want to talk to you really quick about Mom's drinking habits because Ooh, I feel like they've Lord. increased recently since she's been on the podcast and I wanted to know your, your vibe of how you even think she's acting on the podcast after she's been drinking at least a glass of wine before every show. Wow. She's going downhill, Steve. I hate to tell you, but your, your mother's going downhill. <laughs> that's, that's what I fear. Like I can yeah. only imagine my poor mom yeah. having to go to rehab over her feel good podcast. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I, I, I've been wanting to talk to you kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what are your concerns? Well, I had her uh, I had convinced her to stop drinking and she was drinking a lot. You know, she's like, Oh, just drinking one day, you know, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, uh, it's one, but it's getting, I think the glass is getting bigger. I think, <laughs> I, I think the glass is getting bigger every day. One, one glass and that's a mug. Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah. Uh, hearing her laughing, I can tell, I can tell by the laugh, the laughter. Yeah. Yeah. I can always tell that this shows that she's been drinking the show she hasn't. So but I oh, feel like the shows have gotten progressively better though, ever since that she's oh, been drinking. Okay. So well, of course you don't care then you don't care. Yeah. She, it's it's up, show business. You know? you know what I mean? It's show it's business. Show, right. Whatever it takes, baby. Right. Whatever it takes. It doesn't, doesn't matter to me. I just got a podcast to produce over here. You know, so. I, I forgot that. I just have to live with her and carry her into the bedroom after she gets through. That's all I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, right. by this time, this time next week, I expect you to get me at least at least two new certified fans. That's well, going to be your mission well, I'm this week. The imaging person when I go over there, yeah. and I'll yeah. be one and and see. And yeah, I've got a couple of trips out, so yeah. Okay. Anybody you see, grocery store, you know, just oh yeah, grocery store is easy. Yeah, neighbors and anybody yeah. else. That's yeah, this guy just okay. moved in next door. This damn lot. Oh shit, it's a mess. It's gonna be a mess. I know. We've been keeping up with all that store. He could at least be a certified fan for all his trouble. You know. Yeah, it's gonna be a mess, and, and I'm getting ready. You know, I'm getting ready to bow my back up. I've I've been real nice, you know, and but I'm getting ready. You know. Well, what draw. can you do? So, really quick backstory here. My parents bought this lot in case you're new to the show, and uh, there's a lot on the lake, and there is an empty lot next to them, which is really nice because it was nice and forested. And now, and the lot's kind of awkward size, very long and narrow, and so they're like, no one's ever going to buy this and put a put a house on here. Well, now they've bought it, and it looks like they're at least going to cut down a bunch of trees on the lot. So. Um, what are you going to do about it? I mean, it's not your lot. Well, I know what, you know, uh, I'm watching. Never give, up. Never never give, give up. up. You know, <laughs> he's got to live with me too. So I, I've got some leverage, I think at least he, he uh, he's younger than I am. He's 47. So he's still a little bit impressionable and you can, yeah. I can tell, uh, even though he's, uh, he's, uh, his stuff, you know, I mean, he's pretty confident. Uh, I've just got to make sure he didn't dump all his crap on me. There's a lot of trees going to come down too. There's going to be a lot of trees. I know. So you really gotta, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. And, over there. and Matt, if you're listening, buddy, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> you think he listens to the podcast? He might. Cause I've friended him and he probably saw my that shirt and probably went out online. You know, <laughs> I, I was, you know, I was wearing that shirt, you know, on Facebook. I, I hope- I hope he's got better things to do, but he may not. We don't know. We're well, sure. I'll tell you the kind of guy he is. Uh, he just bought a hundred thousand dollar boat that uh, is is one of those. Uh, wakeboard. No wakeboard. No, it's surfing a surf uh, surfboard. Wake surfboard. Yeah, I guess, wakeboard. Yeah, where you literally, Stephen, you don't even use the rope. You're, oh, you're wow. free of any rope and you're surfing and he's back. And now this, he just got through a COVID, right? He's right. 47, got his hat turned backwards. Of course, you know, <laughs> that'll tell you a lot about him right there. <laughs> he's trying to be like you. And, uh, and he's got a, he's got, a, he's got a sausage and biscuit in his hand. He's eating it. <laughs> while, wait, while he's surfboarding? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can see right now what I got to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Well, all right. Let's give all it right. a week. We'll see how many certified fans you bring in, what kind of all drama right, you bring in next week. All, all right, right. Love, love you. you. All, all 
Lord of mercy. No, he's not listening. I don't really give a shit. Boop. Best part is my dad walking away. So I think he did something we hear this. Maybe you should. Lord. Okay. <laughs> what do you say? Close the Lord. Close the Lord. Close the Lord. <laughs> wow. Lord. Well, in a complete 180, um, let's let's move on to our quote for today and get some enrichment, not just some silliness. Okay. For okay. Total shift here from craziness to spirituality. This is from the Buddha. Do not look for a sanctuary in anyone except yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not out there. There's so many different things. And listen, I'm no, I'm no pro at this by any means. But in the sense of a relationship, I've at least done a lot of, a lot of work in that. Because, you know, to me, like the, the loss of anxiety will only come when I have a job and I have a stability and I have a hundred thousand certified fans and I have, you know, a new partner. And, um, but I can tell you that I think a lot of people, including myself or somebody that felt like they always had to have somebody like a, a be in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like just be in a relationship, be in a relationship that like, you can't be happy. I think that like, society makes you think that you have got to be in a relationship to be happy. Right. We have one certain family member. I won't mention which one, but always just die hard about being in a relationship. Like, how can I be a whole person if I'm not with somebody? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I that's why I got married so young was I kind of believe that. Like, how can you be a, like, what kind of shitty person are you if you're not even in a relationship? It doesn't mm-hmm. even sound right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, you know, you get into one and you feel good because you're like, oh my, I found my other half only to find out your other half is really just the same problem you had before kind of reflected back even, even stronger than, you know, the problems, any, any problems you thought your marriage was going to solve really just get amplified by 10 times. Anybody that's still dating right now, I don't think that the marriage is going to be the answer to all your problems. Right. Uh, what do you think that is, Ma? Where does that come from? This need, because I'm watching 90 day fiance right now. Have you ever seen that show? No, but I've heard a lot of funny things about it. So real quick summary of it is it's basically I'm watching before the 90 days, which is like a spinoff of it. But so in before the 90 days, basically it's these people that have met online and they are, um, uh, you know, like they're usually people in different countries and they meet these people online, these dating websites, and they just fall head over heels and they just go through the the craziest lengths to be with these people, even though there's so many red flags Mm. of these people trying to use them for money or not liking them that much or just like there's no chemistry. And it really has made me wonder because, again, it took me a solid close to probably two years to feel normal not being in a relationship. Why do you think we've normalized finding happiness in a relationship versus finding happiness in ourselves. That's never taught anywhere. That's never coming up. That's not what you're seeing. You don't see these Disney princesses being like, I'm good. You know, like I'm fine. It's all about like, finding this, finding your true love. Finding the prince. Right. Why, why mm-hmm. is that? I have a theory, but I want to hear yours. I, well, I think it's the culture that we live in. You know, we're in, in America and we're taught that in order to be successful, you need to have a, a spouse, husband or wife. You need to have 2.3 kids and a big house and a picket fence and a nice car and a great job and all of these material things that will fill this hole inside of us, which we all have, that will make us quote unquote happy. Right. That's the American definition of happiness and what a fallacy that is. Yeah. Were you any happier after you got married? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think part having a partner to go through life with is great. Like I think it's really, as I've been single for so long now, I don't think that, I think the world's a lot easier to tackle when you've got some, and that that doesn't even have to be a significant other, hell, a roommate, a best friend, a family member. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I, I mean, I still feel the pressure too. Like, oh my God, maybe I need to be in a relationship. Maybe I'll like figure this out. Maybe, but I know it doesn't make anything happier. Like it doesn't, no. it, it, it brings in, if you think it's, it's going to fill that void, it's just not. Nothing outside of you can make you happy. Nothing outside of you. It's only your internal spirit, your own well-being, your own sense of self, of who you are, your values, your core values, what really matters to you, what's important to you, not the world, but to you as a human being. That's what makes you happy. And the best relationships are those in which we honor the other for who they are and we can see the divine in them. Yep. I think too, and this is, let me go down like a conspiracy theory route here. Mm -hmm. I think that because, I mean, it's scientific proof that the, that sensation that you get when you find somebody new that, you know, whatever you want to call it, love, lust, that, that chemical reaction your body has is very addicting. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's so much money in love. Like there's, Mm. it's such a big, like, tell me how much Maggie's wedding is going to cost and tell me that love is not big business because Mm -hmm. it's big business. So to make it even more glamorous, oh my God, look how great your life is going to be once you get married. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not anti-marriage and you know, I'm going to laugh when I come on the podcast in a couple of months and I'm like, oh my God, I've met my soulmate. Uh, (laughs) We met three weeks ago on some website and she lives in the Ukraine. I'm flying over there to meet her. (laughs) I don't know. Divorce is a funny thing when you, when you think you're, you're stepping into uh, something that, and then shortly you realize you're not. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a different perspective than I think a lot well, of people and you have. know, another thing is I think we need to be careful to what and to whom we give ourselves to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, and I think we really need to know that this partner, whoever they are in life, is not going to fulfill us. We have to be fulfilled, and we will continue to be fulfilled in living in partnership only as much as we are whole within ourselves. Yep. And that's, I mean, that goes, and it doesn't have to be just a partner. That's what I'm trying to even do with radio right now, right? Is like, there's no radio job in the world that's going to make me fulfilled. It may make my bank account more fulfilled, but Mm -hmm. not know it's who am i without it who are you i mean honestly and this is something i want all married people to think about like who are you without that other person if you're not sure it's a scary place to be and i can only tell you that from the guy that three years ago would it was terrified even though he knew his marriage was failing Mm. was terrified of what life i mean i always said like i I'd much rather have a, the worst day with you than like have a, have a, you know, have to deal with being single again because there's such insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, that if you answer that question saying, well, you know, I just really want to be with somebody. I just really want to be with somebody. That's fine. But I don't think even if you're just like, even if you answer that question of like, I don't know who I am without somebody else, doesn't mean that you have to split off to figure it out, but like start bringing that independence back. It's so empowering when you can answer that question without having to worry about the actions or the behaviors of anybody else. And that goes with anything. Like even when I'm looking at radio jobs now to know that I'm not so vulnerable that I've got this podcast that you guys have supported. It makes me feel a hundred percent less vulnerable than it's like, I just need someone to hire me and do a radio show. It's like, (laughs) listen, I don't, I don't need, I don't need a radio show. Like, yeah, things would be a little tighter over here, but Mm -hmm. I gotta, you know, it's it's so it's so empowering when you just know what you're capable of, and that goes with mm-hmm. anything. So read that quote one more time because I think it really encompasses a lot of things here, not just dating or marriage. And, and I will say too, from a personal standpoint, you know, when your dad and I separated and and started therapy, that was the question I had to ask myself: was who am I? Right. Who right. am I? And what what is it I need and what is it that will make me feel whole, right? Right. Not just filling someone else's hole, which is really what I had been doing. I mean, I'm a caretaker from the word go, and I had been taking care of everyone else's needs except my own. Right, yep. Um, So it's very empowering to discover who you are. 
that's the best way to say it. Like it's just empowering. It doesn't, you don't have to make any kind of drastic changes, but I'm telling you, I think even the d- dynamic of your relationship mm-hmm. can change dramatically. If you know who you are and what you stand for and know that no matter what you not saying you wouldn't be sad, life wouldn't be sad without that person or wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do, but you could do it. Right. Like that's empowering. So, right. So right. the quote again is from Buddha. Do not look for a sanctuary in anyone except yourself. And think about what a sanctuary is. A sanctuary is a place where you feel safe, where you can feel vulnerable, where you can feel true, where, you know, you're just encompassed and, and you know that you're loved. But that's all within you, within each and every one of us. We have that sanctuary, and it is nowhere else to be found. Yep, and that's and that. And listen, I'm not there. I'm no. I'm I'm literally just on the path, same path you guys are. I'm just able to kind of vocalize it a little bit better than some. But it's I. I want to feel that way with anything in my life, so I don't mm-hmm. feel attached to anything. Like that's the ultimate goal to get to a place where you don't feel attachment. Right. And then you're you're free. You're free to do whatever. You don't feel the the emotional draw. And you may argue that fact with me, but it's I think it's freeing. I think it's really freeing. No, I agree. It is free. You're free to be you. Yep. To be you, yep, yep, the yep. divine person that you were created to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do some whoops and let's be uh, let's be done with this for today. Um, so we we say hi to our certified fans every show because you guys are the best. You make this show possible. It would not be possible right now without you. Even though you know better help us come on, but um, we we still need your financial support. So thank you for the people that say I'm willing to give five bucks a month because I this podcast keeps me entertained or I just believe in it. So um, our some of our latest certified fans. Let's get through. We're gonna get through six today, Mom. Okay, oh, we're gonna try to catch. Hey, over here. I'm ready. All right. Uh, Virginia L from Oceanside, whoop, whoop. Um, Samantha L from Merced, California, which I don't know where Merced is, but hi, whoop, whoop. Donald H from San Diego, whoop, whoop. And Tiffany, Tiffany P from San Diego, whoop, whoop. Cynthia R from San Marcos, whoop, whoop. And Jennifer F. from San Diego. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Your voice. You know something funny? I know I'm losing my voice. You know yeah. something funny about that is I have to do the hand motions. I know. If you haven't seen the hand motions, I, I, I need to. I think, well, you actually just posted a picture on your Instagram of the hand motions. So I did. Go, I did. Go follow my mom on social media on, on Instagram. It's Centered Nancy, Centered Nancy, and you can go follow I'm doing her. my whoop, whoop. She's whooping, so you can kind of see what they. The women's empowerment. I took the challenge. I see that you did good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, by the way, if you want to be a certified fan, we love you, and you can just text the word "fans" F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. And mom, I think we're done with uh, with this part for today. Okay, love you forever. All right, so how do you feel about the c word? <laughs> <laughs> Even as I say it, I, I'm just, yeah, we actually talked about it on the radio uh, years ago. 2009 was the year and this discussion is a doozy and it's up here in just a couple of minutes on the certified mama's boy podcast. You can stick around. I promise it's going to be safe. It's just like, what is going on with everything right now? I better help. I've gotten so much good feedback from you guys. And thank you for that, by the way, because the more feedback you give me about the things that we're talking about in this show, like the better we can make this show. Better help is therapy from your home right here on your computer or your phone. Like the thing you're using to listen to this podcast can actually be your therapy office as well. And it's made it so convenient. I think why you guys have given me so much great feedback. Let me give you a quick story about better help. I have a uh, one of our listeners that reached out to me and I'm not going to get too, I'm obviously not going to tell her business because I was in privacy, but she is handling, are dealing with something that is pretty specific, not something that uh, would everyone in the world would deal with on a normal basis. And she's been having a hard time finding a therapist where she lives that can handle that kind of issue. Well, with better help, you're connected with therapists all over the country that can deal with every individualized thing that you're going through. Like Dr. Jag was who I got uh, paired up with. And the great thing with her is that she, like, I was like, I want a spiritual counselor and 
and I want uh, I want a woman, and I want uh, here's the issues that I'm dealing with, and it's like doot, 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 doot. that's not the real noise it makes, and it pairs you up with your perfect counselor or therapist just to find the right person for you because it is I mean it's so personal. And it's so – I was talking to another another one of you guys and you were just saying how it's kind of like dating, like finding the right therapist. When you find the one, you're like, yes. And with BetterHelp, it's the easiest process ever. So depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, uh, grief, and self-esteem – BetterHelp is convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. So I hope that you will be like a lot of people that have checked it out and trusted me, and you'll go check it out for yourself. In fact, there are so many people that have been using BetterHelp. They're now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states because 2020, right? Just because of 2020, I'm sure. And I want you to start living a happier life today. Like, and start today. And as a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. That's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Uh, okay, we're going to talk about the C word in a couple of minutes. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. We have to. You have to get the full spectrum of my life. And I feel like if you don't get everything about my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, then you're really just missing out. <laughs> You're missing out on this wild ride. <laughs> so we'll get to it in a second. I do want to catch up with a couple of calls you guys had for uh, the Ask My Mom from yesterday. So in case you weren't here, we had a, a young lady DM me and she was saying that, hey, listen, I think I might have COVID and I'm not sure. I haven't been tested yet. By the way, I, in, for those asking, I still don't have my COVID test back. So I know these things can take forever. Uh, and I, I, but my best friend of the whole entire world is about to leave to go out of town. All of our friends are getting together. Should I still go? Like, even though I don't, I'm not quite sure. And if we all wear masks and, you know, be protected, is it worth risking it? So I can see my best friend one more time. And, you know, I I left with how selfish do you want to be? And that's really kind of where it's at. But here's what you had to say. Hey, Kramer. It's Alma from Escondido. Um, my husband and I and my daughter, we've been pretty great about COVID and not gathering with people. My brother-in-law ended up coming down from Colorado, and long story short, we have not spoken to them in 10 years. They were hoping that we would come see them uh, for the 4th of July weekend at my in-law's house. Because of the circumstances that we haven't seen or talked to them in 10 years, the last time I saw my nephew and niece, they were little babies. And now, you know, they're about to be teenagers. We did end up going. I think it was important for our family dynamic and just to heal from our issues that lasted for 10 years. Um, so although I was and continue to be very, very careful with COVID stuff and uh, social distancing and not hanging out with people that are not from my house, um, I did end up going. I thought it was something that if I didn't do, I would regret. Uh, I think that it really depends on the situation, the history, et cetera. So if I were the person that submitted the question to you, I would probably go with caution. And um, otherwise, I'd probably regret not going. Anyways, talk to you soon. Hey, Kramer. This is Michelle calling from San Diego. Uh, my opinion is a little bit different. I actually haven't chosen to give anything up, but... Um, we just got the news today. Um, I'm a nursing student, um, and we got the news today that because of the way this health crisis is going, um, there's a huge potential that our program gets postponed and we will be delayed in graduating and joining the workforce. Um, sorry, I'm a little sure about this because the choices and behaviors other people are making are devastating my future and my um, fellow students or, you know, friends' futures. Um, it's really frustrating because it's 100% out of our control. Even if we've worn our mask 100% and stayed socially distanced, stayed home because we don't feel a need to go out and socialize and go to bars and whatnot, nothing that we do helps our situation. Like it, it's almost no one. It doesn't matter. Um, I know my situation is not unique and I know other people are going through even harder times. Um, I'm fortunate enough to 
not have to worry about finances or about my children's child care because I'm not a mother. But um, this this hit me really hard. Um, it's been really difficult. So please wear your masks. Be socially distant because people who want to help and take care of others and join our health workforce can't do it right now because of the situations um, we're experiencing. So, again, be kind, be safe. Uh, love your show. Love Mommy Yancey. Love yeah. Trevor. Um, so, thank you, by the way, for the phone calls. The phone calls in this segment really help. So, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to, to give some advice to somebody else in need. And we'll do another Ask My Mom tomorrow. But now, a moment in Kramer history! Hey, welcome to a moment in Kramer history. I am Steve Kramer, and this is a moment in my history. <laughs> That's how we came up with a title for this segment. I used to be uh, I used to be a radio DJ, and I just did some wacky stuff that I look back on now, like how was it possible? I think that should be the new name of the segment: is How was this possible? Who signed off on this show? And uh, because the stuff that we talked about and did, we could not do in 2020. It just it's just not possible anymore. And so how this, just so you know behind the scenes how this works, is I have a, a jump drive, or not a jump drive, but a hard drive, and I have a ton of shows that Miguel had archived, and I just go through, and they're not really in context, and I, I usually try to go back to the same day that this show releases, at least the same week this show releases, but in the history of the show. And I saw a segment today entitled The C Word. Now... I'm not going to define that for you. If you're not quite sure which C word I'm talking about, then let's just skip this episode of the podcast and go to episode number 14 or 6, all the feel-good stuff. It's not one of those today, people. It's not one of those. Anyway, look back in 2009. I can't even believe this was a discussion. Like, I had morning drive radio. Can I ask a question really quick? And this just popped in my head. I know we have to do e here in a second, but I really want to ask this question. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're not under, If you're under the age of 16... If you're under the age of 16, this is not a conversation for you. No. So, parents, turn the station, okay? Come back here in a couple minutes. It's going to be good. E-Buzz going to be friendly. But I have to ask the question of why were you called the C-word? Ugh. Because I feel like the only time that word should ever – I mean, first of all, it never should be. But I feel like it's only pulled out like in the most desperate, desperate of times, you know? Yeah, there's no, there's no reason in my mind anyone should ever use that word. Somebody, who was it? It was like, oh, we just gonna toss that word. I'm like, you toss that word around. Two three zero W I L N. Two three zero nine four five six. I want to know the circumstance where you were called the c word. What, Miguel? Just makes me really nervous. I, I just think it's one of those words that like. Because keep in mind, I mean, I can have a dirty mouth at times, but that's just one of those words you save unless you're just well, it about to be attacked and killed. It shouldn't be brought out. I just feel like it's so I don't know. I don't wrong. know if women are called that that much. I think maybe we just see it more in movies, you know? I don't know. I don't know if women really – maybe most women have – because Holly says she's never been called that word never. before. Well, so I'm thinking that probably most women don't get called this. So if we don't get any phone calls, I'm not going to be shocked. Hey, Jackie. Hi. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good. How are you? Good. I want you to keep this super clean, okay? And explain to me, explain to me, when were you called and the circumstances around being called that word? Both mine and my sister's fiance, well, it's my sister's husband now, but they both, when they get to that point where they just get so mad at us, and I, I have a mouth on me, I like to call my fiance a lot of names when we argue, and to shut me up when he gets to that point, He'll say it. He'll say you're being a thief. Oh, no. Can you yeah. think of the last argument you guys had where he called you that? Well, um, there's been a, about a month ago, we got in this huge argument. I told him I hated him, and I didn't want anything else to do with him. We have a little boy together. I told him that um, I was leaving him. I was taking his son, and he was never going to see him again. Oh. And uh, he was like, you're such a... Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Do you feel like it was justified? Well, I mean, I don't think that he should have said it, but I was 
I was being a, a B at the least, you know. On a scale from B to C, where were we? Like I said, my, we have my family's like really crazy with the vulgar language. Like we cut a lot. Like yeah, around whenever we argue, like every other word is the F word. So. Wow. How did you react to that when he called you that? Like, what well, did you I say went crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I think... said words to him that I've never said to him before. Wow. It was even worse than saying I hated him. I mean, Ooh. dang, I do not want to be in that room. Man, I'm about no, to say. I'm like Ooh. nervous just thinking I hate fights. <laughs> I'm just nervous I'm thinking saying, about it's, it. It's got to be one of the worst situations of all time for anybody to pull out that that That's c just word. So disrespectful. You don't just pull that out in, in a simple argument, you no. know. But in that one, man, that I mean, so that may be justifiable. Taking away somebody's kid. I don't know. Well, well, we don't know his half of the story. I mean, what he did to make her that mad, I don't know. I'm just nervous talking about this right now. Hey, Rachel. Hey. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Good. Okay. So obviously, it probably doesn't happen all the time, does it? Actually, it happens on a regular basis. Oh. <laughs> so ex- explain. Um, but it's not out of anger, though. Um, my best friend and I, you know, we've been friends for 21 years now, and it doesn't really bother either one of us. So, so you know, she called me up, and she's like, "What's but, up?" Uh, 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 I guess. <laughs> wow. So, so you guys use it like like it's commonplace. Yeah, it, like I said, it's, to us, it's just a word, and the same thing. It's just jokes. So it's not really neither one of us take offense to it. Although, there has been a couple times where I have taken offense. My boyfriend and I have been fighting, and he's been drinking, and he's used that word, although he's said that he never would, yeah. and he did. God, that's so. the worst word ever. Oh, that that's word the makes worst me word ever, man. But I can't imagine that y'all would just be like, hey, what's up, girl? Bloop. I'm yeah. going to start calling McGill that, I think. No, uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear <sighs> I'm just rubbing my face over here. That's all. I'm just rubbing my face. I... I don't know. I got no. I got no. No response today. I just. It's just a moment in Kramer history. What else can you say about it, man? Like, and didn't raise no red flags back then. Didn't raise no red flags. Not even one of them. So it's fine. All right, let's cleanse our palate with some good news, and we'll be done for today. So uh, there's been so many stories like this, but there's one popping up in Tennessee now. There's a guy named Doug, and Doug placed an order over at Pizza Hut, and the meal didn't cost more than $30. You get a medium pizza and order wings, which I'm not even sure how that was $30, but it's fine. Um, on Sunday, the driver, whose name is William, he works for Pizza Hut now. He's worked there for a little over a year, and he pulled up to the house to make a contactless food drop off over at Doug's doorstep, and he had no idea what was going to be in store for him. So shortly after Doug made the order, he actually jotted down a thank you note and left $100 inside the envelope. And this video is so cool. I want you to go down to the show notes and watch it because – because William, the driver, he completes the order and he picks up just this unassuming envelope and he starts to walk away. But as you watch the security footage of the show, he's like he's like literally stunned when he's like, holy crap, they left me this much money as a tip. Doug said it was a very heartwarming to see his reaction. He really did appreciate it. He saw my little note that I left letting him know that the tip was not a mistake and for him to enjoy it. William does a cool thing then as his, on his ride back to the Pizza Hut over in Tennessee. He uh, he calls Doug. He's like, hey, man, I just wanted to say thanks. I think it's a really cool thing that you did. And, I mean, it's just the little things. You know, these stories don't have to be so I – mean, we do have a lot of cool stories, but it's just a simple thing. So go watch that video in the show notes of just the reaction because there's nothing better than making somebody's date. It really isn't. I mean, it feels so good. Now, this story is a little bit cooler, though. Um, we're going to talk about a couple in Texas, Okay. Their names are Janice, and her husband's name is Robert, and they've been together for 46 years, right? So not only has Janice recently been diagnosed with ovarian cancer and breast cancer, they both are now battling COVID-19, or recently were battling COVID-19. So let's go back to March now. March 25th, the launch of this podcast, David's story is not about me, I'm sorry. Uh, Janice and Robert were strictly following all the, the, the public health guidelines because of Janice's cancer, right? So... Robert called his son and decided to go to the doctor to take a, a, a coronavirus test at his son's urging because he had not been feeling great that week. And he was admitted over to the Parkland Hospital in Dallas. He gets a positive test, but recovered there shortly after, which is great, despite he already had actually suffered two strokes this decade. Now, one of those strokes kept him from celebrating his anniversary with his wife. And he's like, no, 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 no. This, like, nothing's going to stop us from celebrating this time. So Robert's doctor's like, okay, let's get a plan together so that this devout husband can get out of the hospital and home with his wife 
So he's in the hospital, right? So the doctor lets him go. Robert goes home, discovers that his wife, Janice, who had undergone invasive surgery for breast cancer only a month before, had also tested positive for COVID-19. On top of that, Janice's breast cancer had returned, and she, she can't even start chemotherapy until the coronavirus um, treatment had been, you know, administered and that she, was, that she was clear, which, of course, is now going to allow the cancer further time to spread. But these two are like, uh-uh, nope, we're, we're going to fight our way through this. This is love, man. Talk about love and looking for that right person. This is it. This is what you need to be looking for. So they're sitting here today thanking God because these high school sweethearts have now finished quarantine, surgeries, and chemo, and are now coronavirus and cancer-free. That's, I mean, talk about, you know, beating all odds. What an, what an amazing story. Give me a girl like that. Let me get it. I want to, that's the kind of love I do want. You know, I don't want to be attached, but damn, I want to, I want to fight all that with somebody. And in honor of uh, Ronald Gray, which I should probably do some research on Ronald Gray, this convicted spree killer over in Cochrane, Georgia. I don't know if he's still alive or not. I think he is, though. Yeah, he's 54. He still lives in Cochrane. Well, he's born in Cochrane. I don't know if he still lives there or not. Anyway, I thought maybe we'd end the, end the show today with it made me laugh, but about serial killers, which I don't know if this is funny necessarily or not. I read an article in the paper about a serial killer up in the Northeast who murdered his victims, took the bodies back to his house where he dragged them down in the basement, jackhammered up the floor, dug a pit, put the bodies filled in the pit and then repaved over the basement floor. And the second I heard that, I thought I could never be a serial killer because I haven't even finished painting the baseboard in my house. You know what I mean? That's a detail guy, right? That's a guy you want, if you're at work and you're working on a project, you want him on your team. Don't go to lunch with him, but definitely have him see things through. He'll follow up through email. I'm sure he's really good at all those. I'd be the worst kind of serial killer. I'd be the kind of serial killer who had a garbage bag full of body parts just sitting at the top of the basement steps for weeks, <laughs> leaking all over the floor. My wife be all mad at me like, when are you going to take those downstairs? I'll do it on Labor Day. I'm too busy. Hopefully that was funny. <laughs> Jeez. What a show, man. What a show. Uh, thank you for, for dealing with it today. You never know how the show's going to go. That's the fun thing when you download an episode of Certified Mama's Boy. You just never know the roller coaster ride you're about to step onto. Appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I really do. I love you so much. I'm so appreciative of every single person that's made it this far on the show. And, uh, you know, if you want to support the show, just texting the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. It would be much appreciated. And I love you. And we'll see you back here for another episode tomorrow. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.